Hello, assalamu alaikum everybody. Hope you're all safe, sound and healthy. And yes, in the beginning that boom sort of sound that you heard is the fan because seriously, I am not in the mood to set things up because this is a very quick, quick, quick um, update on the situation uh, because um, very frankly, the weather is better but at the same time it's worse because although it's been raining like crazy um, and all night, uh, although actually more than rain, it was more of a storm. So the the torrential uh, rain kind of got swallowed up by the windstorm. And then later on it rained and anyway, but the point is that it's still a bit humid and sticky and I just, I'm sure the noise cancellation is working right now. It's just in the beginning you would hear that boom thing before I begin talking, I hope. Anyway. So, yeah, because actually I wasn't going to talk about this because I wanted to verify it. And today my mom sent me the uh, link uh, in which the reporter has given details on YouTube about it. So I think it's uh, safe enough to talk about it now as uh, a verified claim. And that is that the Punjab police, as we know, have been conducting illegal arrests. They entered people's homes and illegally arrested them without warrants. And those were mainly uh, female members of the PTI as well as male members and their family members. So um, now the thing that was the news that was circulating uh, for days that I had to verify was that the Punjab police was systematically raping uh, these female uh, members of PTI and also members of the public that they had illegally arrested uh, who were out there protesting. So the, the, it, has, uh, it is now verified, uh, and so it is a fact, that the police are not only raping them under the direct orders of Maryam Nawaz, yes, under the direct orders of Maryam Nawaz, a woman herself, a woman who claims to talk so much about uh, respect of this and respect of that, but has no self-respect herself, because as I said, you see, it shows what family you belong to, um, it's also in Islam, you know, it's a hadith that the, the way you earn your money and the way you have sex, these two things will always come out in your children. And we can see it in the in the characters of the Sharif family's children and their children ahead. So the amount of haram khori and haram zadgi that has been going on in their family for decades, uh, two generations, you can see it. So, uh, Maryam Nawaz is most probably owner uh, of a hostess bar or maybe a, a brothel because uh, for her to issue such statements, you know, without even batting an eye means that she herself has actually prostituted herself most probably, which means the rumors about her and her family selling their daughters over to princes in Qatar and Saudi you know, uh, in the form of marriages or just, you know, live-in relationships, is, they're probably true. Uh, because only such a person can issue such a command to the Punjab police that, that they should go all out and systematically rape all the females that they've illegally arrested. And not only are they raping them, but they are actually taking videos of it all and they're taking nude pictures, which we all know uh, is going to be used against them in the future in order to control them, to harass them, to blackmail them and to threaten them. Just like how Maryam Nawaz has been threatening and blackmailing judges in the High Court especially and the previous justices, chief justices and judges of the Supreme Court. Uh, when she And the fact that they have so openly talked about how they have violated human rights in press conferences, 
even when they were not in the government, even when it was Imran Khan's government, uh, government. and uh, I remember Mar- that was the time when Maryam Nawaz came and, and she would just scream her lungs out, blackmailing and threatening the judges in a press conference or in multiple press conferences where she very openly said, we've got videos of you where we could expose you. We've got confidential videos of you and your conversations with us. And we have got, so, I mean, where are you getting all these videos from, first of all? The fact that they also tortured Azim Samati and then they illegally uh, put set up cameras uh, in his private residence and they took uh, extremely exploitative pictures of him and his wife and the videos of him and his wife in their own private, um, I mean, in, in an area that is supposed to be secure and private uh, where he had been uh, with, with his wife for the holidays. And in his own home, they have tried to uh, illegally record uh, stuff. And the fact that they very openly said it and admitted it, where was the army then? Well, did the army die that time or the, the army had to, you know, take out the, the did the army have had to hold a mourning session or a funeral for their mothers? I mean, what was that? Why weren't the, why wasn't the army that time talking about the integrity of the nation and violation of human rights and violation of sanctity of the sovereignty of Pakistan? Uh, that proves that the army is, has been committing treason. How dare they? Uh, talk back to us, the real masters, and say that they have not been committing treason. When you work with a traitor or a fifth columnist or anyone who disregards the constitutional rights of their own people, then that is treason. Okay, uh, I've studied the law and I think if I know that much without having completed, uh, without having gone, gone on to study more, you know, uh, if if I know this much, and if I have this much common sense, then those people who, although they're not qualified, or they're, they're proving to us that they're not qualified, that they don't even know their laws while they're sitting in these top positions in the army and in the, in the government. And what about those in the judiciary? How is it that at that time, nobody, uh, you know, took charge uh, or nobody decided to do a suomoto on Maryam and uh, Rana and uh, the illegal Maryam, the illegitimate Maryam, I should say. So we have the legitimate Maryam, we have the illegitimate Maryam, we have Rana, we have the whole family, the Sharif family, we have Zardari, we have all of these people. Now the Sharif family has been so blatantly uh, talking about how they violated people's rights uh, by you know, taking pictures and and, uh, making videos of people, uh, you know, against their knowledge and against their wishes. So um, the fact that the media and the army and the state and and the judiciary could do nothing or preferred not to do anything is testament to the fact that they have all been in cahoots uh, committing treason against the public of Pakistan and against the constitution of Pakistan. And now, even today, the fact that they are doing this to female PTI political members as well as public members of the public that they have illegally arrested, the fact that they are being ordered to rape them and take videos of these incidents and at the same time take nude pictures of them so that, again, Maryam and her whole family could use it against them. 
I mean, it's not enough that they've been threatening PTI members, which is why one of the oldest, one of the oldest members of PTI very openly said that, you know what, um, I've had enough of this and, you know, um, I cannot uh, continue my political uh, profession in such an environment and that I resign from politics altogether because I cannot be a party to this. And then um, the other members who have been threatened or maybe their family members, their female family members are probably one of those who are in the police station illegally detained, which is why they have had to also follow a script and uh, resign. So this is right now what is going on. And as we know, history has shown us that this is a pattern that has been followed by many countries, uh, their establishments, whenever they've wanted to get to get rid of a political rival or a political party that they feel can pose a danger to uh, the, the movings, I would say, of the establishment of that particular country. And mind it, um, many countries have treacherous establishments within, and that is why their governments are never allowed to, to uh, stably function. And every time those countries go towards progress, the establishment always works with the US and the UK to derail that government. And we have the same problem here. The fact that people from Saudi, Iran and China are coming and sending messages to our illegal government, the fact that outsiders are telling our illegal government that for God's sake have some shame, nothing's going to happen to anybody else, you are destroying your own home with your own hands. Like the fact that even your own enemy, India, is showing concern for the fact, although India would be, is actually more than happy because that only means that the UK and the US is uh, finally delivering on their promise of destroying Pakistan and returning it to India. But even India is now full of concern saying that, oh my God, how, I mean, how shameless. It's true that we invested in you because yes, the Indian government has time and again said that they have invested in Nawaz Sharif. And he was their biggest asset. So, but even they are now so scared that this is a person who can go to all lengths to destroy his own country. So, what is this person going to do if he ever gets the chance or opportunity to become a part of our country? And if by some misfortune he comes into any strategic position in our country? Um, Saudia has given a warning to them again saying that you do realize that nothing is happening to anybody but you're destroying your own country. China sent the exact, the exact same message. Um, Iran has sent a, a delegate uh, here to Pakistan which they're trying to pretend that it's all very friendly and lovely but actually again the reason behind it is that they uh, have are warning the, the government that uh, you are taking it too far and at the end it is your own destruction that you're opting for. So this is it for now. Uh, until the next update, this is me signing out for the Hafiz. Stay safe, stay blessed.